Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.
You know you're sweet. You really are. Are you ready? Because it's time. The Sunshine Happy Pants Hour is on the air. Featuring the jack of all trades and master of none, Joel. Does anyone else smell fried chicken? Couldn't have picked a shorter podcast name. That's like a mouthful right there. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Sunshine Happy Pants Hour, episode 208. I apologize. We seem to be having that whooshing, wheezing noise again, and despite restoring my defaults, it is a thing. So I apologize in advance. I will continue to work on that and hopefully get it back to a good spot soon. Anyway, if uh, you are new to this show, this is my six-song musical mixtape where we play six songs by either a featured artist or different artists every week, well, every other week sometimes every three weeks and um so you can find me on facebook.com just look up the sunshine happy pants hour or find me um via gmail joelhappypants at gmail.com that's k-p-a-n-t-s or on twitter occasionally at joelhappypants uh the show is available every other week or so on pod directory google podcasts itunes stitcher talk and podcastcollective.com you can also check out my other shows 40 Going On 14, which is available through 40Go14.com, iTunes, Stitcher, TalkShoe, Blueberry, streaming Saturdays at noon on Geek Life Radio, as well as on Facebook, Google Podcasts, and PodcastCollective.com. You can also send us an email at 40Go14.com, uh, voicemail 708, now wrap, that's 708-669-9727, and uh, on Twitter at 40Go14. Also check out the Coffin Joe cast, available through iTunes, TalkShoe, Stitcher, and uh, Podcast Collective, as well as CoffinJoeCast.com and um, Google Podcasts. Yes, that as well. And if you'd like to reach out to us, you can find us on Facebook.com or send us an email at CoffinJoeCast at gmail.com or voicemail 661-434-5956 at 661-434-KWJO. You can also uh, join us as a third co-host if you'd like to be on that show. Uh, just send us an email, a voicemail, a message on Facebook, whatever you like, and we would be happy to have you on. We're always looking for third co-hosts to round out the show. Also, if you are a horror movie fan, check out uh, the the CreeperCast at creepercast01.blogspot.com. You can find uh, daily updates, including movie reviews, horror history, uh, terror timeout, uh, music news, and top 10 lists, top 13, top 5. It depends. We all do our things a little differently, but... Will, Jeff, and I primarily make up the CreeperCast, and we try to get you daily content on a regular basis. If you'd like to contribute, you're always welcome to submit things there as well. We're always looking for contributors, and um, we are currently booked out through June, and hopefully uh, more content to be feeding in there soon. But at the moment, there is stuff there coming out on a daily basis. Uh, If you'd like uh, to check out the music and purchase it on your own, please buy it directly from the artist. Or if you have a local independent record store in your area like Valsala Records in Oak Park on Harrison Avenue, please solicit local businesses and uh, let them know that you heard it here and you'd like to pick it up to purchase. We would love uh, nothing more than you to support those artists as directly as possible. Uh, last but not least, my blog, A Momentary Lapse with Joel.blogspot.com. You can find out when the show is available, as well as use the streaming players on the site if you'd rather stream it instead of download it. There are options there for that. And uh, Gregory, the really angry robot, my defunct comic strip 
find that on facebook.com just look up gregory the really angry robot and you can check out the archives so this week uh, we're doing a featured artist show again um, i know i've been doing that a lot lately but it seems to be where my head is at for some reason so this week we are featuring the band weedus which i have um been a fan of been a fan of since back in the day um when teenage dirtbag came out and since then it's been an ongoing thing on and off so anyway the first song we heard was teenage dirtbag which most people are familiar with it was a pretty big hit in the 90s but uh, people didn't realize that they had a lot more good stuff out there and have been making music continually since then so uh the next song i'm going to listen to is american in amsterdam which is a, another repeat offender to the show and uh, this comes off of both the Suckphony album as well as Hand Over Your Loved Ones, which that's the two albums I'm primarily drawing from are Hand Over Your Loved Ones and Teenage Dirtbag, the original album that came out in the 90s. So anyway, uh, check it out. And when we come back, we have more to talk about. So let's do it. Yeah. 
All right, and we are back. That was American in Amsterdam by Wheatus. And with any feature artist show, we always start off with a little bit of background on this, the band if we have not featured them before. And I apologize, I seem to have a lot of saliva happening right now, so <laughs> I don't know what's going on there. But anyway, um, Wheatus is an American rock band from Northport, New York, formed in 1995. Of course, they are best known for their 2000 single Teenage Dirtbag, which appeared in the movie Loser and on the HBO miniseries Generation Kill. And I was most recently used as the acoustic opening for the anti-bully film Bully, uh, ironic title, and Netflix original series Girl Boss, which I was not aware of that. But um, they were formed by Brendan B. Brown in 1995 on the Lower East Side of New York City. Uh, he began writing a few songs and subsequently enlisted the help of his brother Pete on drums, Rich Leggy on bass and backing vocal, and oh, both bass and backing vocal, and Felipe Jimenez on various percussion instruments, keyboard, harmonica, providing samples and special effects. They apparently derive their name from the nickname Weedus, given to the Brown brothers by their father when they were children, and they have made regular appearances at a local venue called Luna Lounge until 99 when they hired a entertainment attorney, and then he kind of helped shop around their self-produced demo to record companies, and then eventually got signed with Columbia Records, which they did release a couple other singles off of that album, uh, primarily A Little Respect, which is a cover of the Eurasia song, which if you, uh, well, well, you'll be hearing it later, so I won't go into that too much. But after they uh, started working on their second album, uh, they started enlisting the help of their sister, Liz Brown, and um, their merchandiser, Catherine Froggett, as backing vocals, which they... um, have continued, it seems like, to have the female backing vocalist on their albums ever since. But when their second studio album, Hand Over the Loved Ones, was released in 2003, they got no promotion um, and was never even released in the United States because of an ongoing dispute. So hence, they uh, re-released it under their own label, called it Suck Phony, which you can figure out what that's supposed to say since Sony was their record label. And... Um, it, it's really a great album. I, I, the Hand Over the Loved Ones version is my preferred version over the Suck Phony uh, take on it because the song lineup is a little different and it seems to make more sense to me in terms of how they laid it out. But um, from there, they released a uh, album called Too Soon Monsoon. They had some lineup changes, then came Pop Songs and Death. And since then, uh, they've been touring kind of nonstop and they joke about it in American and Amsterdam, which if you were paying attention in the original um, song when you heard it just a little bit ago they uh, talk about how they're a band with no fans and I, I mean that's obviously a joke but um, it seems like they've been kind of pushing the boundaries a little bit as far as what is outside of their comfort zone so Pop Songs and Death really kind of took that to a pretty stark place and then the Valentine LP which I've only heard some um, samples off of I haven't heard the whole album yet is a, a pretty big departure and a lot of people are kind of questioning the uh, the album itself. It's not been doing too well in terms of uh, its kind of acceptance among the fans that they do have, which they're fairly popular, so don't think that they don't have fans out there because there's people like me that are kind of diehard that have been following since the beginning. And um, I just really appreciate not only the kind of the songwriting style, it's kind of upbeat, poppy, but the lyrics and things that go along with that are uh, entertaining. I mean, they're not going to change the world in any way. 
and a lot of it's about relationships and um, the ending of those relationships and kind of being a outcast or an outsider. And I know that especially when the original album came out, um, they were pretty young themselves. So you have a whole disenfranchised teenage audience that hears that and really identifies with it. And then they carried that forward on through the rest of their career so far. And um, we'll hear that throughout the rest of the show as we kind of play some of the other songs. But they don't really shy away from saying what they mean. And it's put pretty bluntly. So it's kind of like you know reading a, a Charles Bukowski or Ernest Hemingway novel where simple words speak volumes. And to that, I think, is why I appreciate them as much as I do. Because, yeah, it's a bit sophomoric, and they use a lot of of swearing and kind of pretty vulgar imagery. But at the same time, there's a message there that kind of comes across loud and clear because of that uh, decision to take things in a very simplistic direction. And I know there's several writers that kind of employ that same mindset where it's not about uh, how you say it, it's what you say. And I know for me, for my writing, it uh, has always kind of been that way. Granted, I haven't really written anything outside of movie reviews and, you know, puff pieces for the Creeper cast. But when I was writing pretty regularly, um, I tended to kind of do the same thing, focusing on small subjects, turning them into bigger things, um, getting a little flowery with it, but still kind of using blunt and straightforward, simplistic uh, language to get across a very basic and universal truth, which... I think that's kind of what I, I see here is that they're just throwing it all out there and seeing what sticks. But at the same time, they're doing it in a very, like I said before, upbeat and kind of fun way. So the music kind of you can sing along with it. And even though there's dark overtones there, you kind of can deal with it a little easier because of the fact that it's just so kind of happy, you know, <laughs> Um Plus, I mean, there's enough people out there that are disenfranchised as, a, you know, not only the youth, but the adults that need that kind of an outlet where, I mean, we never truly kind of grow up. And I think this band kind of epitomizes that in a very kind of fun way that no matter how real your life is, you know, job, family, kids, uh, relationships, uh, I don't know, everything that comes with growing up you can still at the same time take it from a very kind of childlike perspective. And so maybe they're not the most um, nuanced band. Maybe they're not the most intricate. Maybe they don't have the the greatest uh, kind of guitar solos or whatever it is that people look for in, in their music, but there's still something very endearing about it that just kind of makes me happy. And I know uh, Hand Over Your Loved Ones has been on a constant rotation in my car for at least two weeks until recently. I That's pretty much all I was listening to until the passing of Chris Cornell. And then I started listening to um, the single soundtrack, which then segued into listening to the Pearl Jam catalog from start to finish. Well, not that far, but the first like three or four albums uh, back to front. And it's uh, it's been kind of nice. It's been kind of nice. You know me, I'm always looking for new stuff. But every once in a while, you go back to the well, kind of remember where your roots are and where you started. So anyway, let's go ahead and jump into the next song. This is Truffles. This is uh, the title, not title track, but the uh, kickoff track of the Teenage Dirtbag album. And when we come back, we got more to talk about. So we'll see you in just a few. 
by Wheatus and the next thing I want to talk about was something I touched on right there at the end of that last segment which this kind of came to me recently and I don't know really necessarily what exactly triggered the thought but um, it it's this whole thought that as we grow older do we ever truly go up grow up um, because I mean at, at my core anyway I'm still a kid Maybe I have kids, maybe I have a job, maybe I'm paying all my bills, maybe I'm paying my taxes, maybe I'm, you know, (laughs) free to live my life however I want within the boundaries of the legal system. But at the same time, at my core, I'm still the same kid that I was when I was 12, 14, 18, 19, 22. I mean, that really hasn't changed a lot. My priorities have, I suppose, and... The work ethic has certainly changed and um, the fact that I'm caring for others and making sure that their needs are met before my own. But at the same time, I'm just as big a kid as I ever was. I've got different toys now, um, you know, and and the microphone is one of them, Um, you know, writing and um, art and music and all that stuff is still just as much a part of my life as it was when I was a kid. And when you hang out with your friends, like the 40 going on 14 guys, whenever we get together for say Gen Con, or if there's a a party of sorts for going away or a birthday or something, we're, we're just as much acting like kids as, as our kids are. And it's, it's kind of funny to think about your whole life. You dream about growing up and being an astronaut or a famous writer or uh, a fireman or, or whatever you wanted to be when you were a kid. And then we get to that point where, we are growing up and we are maybe that position, but we're still, you know, that, that wide eyed little person that, um, uh, 
now has the responsibility of actually doing that job and going to work every day and helping to raise your own children to be kind of what you maybe wish you were or to make them to be like yourself because you feel like you had a pretty good upbringing or maybe you want them to be better. Maybe you want them to do more than you did, not make the same mistakes or deal with the same heartache and heartbreak that you did. And at the same time, they're their own people and you can't kind of control everything. And I know with uh, my daughter's graduation from eighth grade this year, just a week ago, not even, um, looking towards her going to high school this next year is a scary prospect because, uh, you know, I know I was lucky enough to go to a private high school. It was fairly small. And even though I had some of the trials and tribulations that everybody goes through, there's still um, a different atmosphere than, say, a public high school, which in my senior year for my first semester, I went to an all-art magnet public high school. And it was kind of a, a wake-up call because I went from a school of about 100 to a graduating class that was about 600 strong, just in the graduating class, roughly. Um, and it, it's it's kind of daunting and overwhelming to make that transition. And I know she's making a similar transition but she's doing at the beginning of her career, which, you know, if, if things don't work out and, and she just isn't happy and there's too much strife or trouble or she's not being successful, then, you know, may have to reevaluate where she ends up for the next year. But just her choice, she made the decision. She did the work. She had the audition. She succeeded in getting a um, acceptance to that school. And I'm going to let that play out as much as she wants to try and make it work because it's it's important to kind of build those relationships from the ground up and realize that life isn't always going to be a little bubble or a bell jar that you're in where you're kind of protected from the reality of the outside world um, and I just hope that I've provided enough tools to kind of make her successful in that because I know I've maybe sheltered her a bit more than I should have and uh it's going to be a, a, a big transition. I, I'm hopeful, but you know, at the same time, like I said, we all are just big kids ourselves, and it's never more apparent than when I'm hanging out with my friends, um, the few that are around or that I get to see, and realizing that we kid around and joke and do stupid stuff as much as the next guy or the next 18-year-old or 21-year-old. Uh, occasionally, you get a little. They'll drink too much, and occasionally they'll make poor decisions and um it's it's fun you know growing up was always kind of a scary thing it was an exciting thing but it's something that's inevitable we're all going to have to do it and we have to decide are we going to grow up and be a different person than we were when we were a kid or are we just going to grow up be the same person we always were and just be better so let's go ahead and jump into the next song this is lemonade by weedus this is one of my personal favorites off of hand over your loved ones and uh it's it's one of those songs where it's sophomoric but the message is strong so when we come back we got one more thing to talk about so here we go Bigger than mine Do 
remember the way it was when I was home before I left you all alone. signature as to where we are as of right now it's maybe a little bit shorter show i think it's because i'm a little out of practice and like i said i'm very saliva today i don't know why that is it's kind of gross so i apologize if you can hear that but anyway that was lemonade by weedus and i really like that sentiment of um i want to be 80 on the front porch drinking lemonade with you although in that particular song it's all about breaking up and cheating and all this stuff so it's kind of negative in that regard but the sentiment i like Anyway, um, the next thing or the last thing I wanted to talk about was kind of uh, ties in with uh, the last segment about never growing up and getting to a point in your life where you realize it's it's time to kind of hit the reset button. And I think depending on how your life's going or where you're at, if, if you are in the job that you wanted or in your in the marriage that you wanted or you're in the place that you wanted to live, uh, the state you wanted to be in, the house you wanted, the apartment, whether you are doing what you wanted to do in your spare time, uh, 
there's always that little twinge in you occasionally where you want to kind of start over, reset, um, deal with kind of the, the past and the things maybe that you've done to get you to that point and decide whether you're happy where you are or just time to kind of move forward in another direction. And I think all of us do that at different points of our, in our lives, whether it's when we're a kid or a teenager and um, we're kind of trying to figure out who we are and where we're going in general or whether it's when we get to be you know, closer to our 30s and 40s and you realize maybe the things that you did up to this point didn't take you in the direction that you always wanted to go. And maybe you're happy, maybe you're content, but uh, maybe there's more that you wanted to do. And I know I hear a lot of people saying that they kind of feel like they're, they're not doing what they want to do or that um, occasionally I'll hear people kind of tell me things about how they um, are not jealous, that's not the right word, but they're thankful for the little things that I do, like podcasting or um, writing for the CreeperCast or just kind of being proactive with putting things out there for people to enjoy and that they kind of wish they could do the same thing. And there's no reason you can't. Um, That's the great thing about this life and the current state of uh, technology is that anything that you want to do, if you want to share it, you can get an audience. There's people out there that are interested in such niche things and there's so many ways to find it that no matter what it is you want to do and in what uh, method or medium you want to put it out there into the world there's a way to do it and uh, especially with Facebook and self-promotion grassroots campaigns are a lot easier than they used to be so now is the time I mean there's no time like the present to do the things that you've always wanted to do and I know you know for me I kind of have to prioritize because there's too many things I want to do And at the same time, uh, there's days where I just don't want to do anything and there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, there's, there's those times where you just kind of need to recharge and take a moment for yourself to watch a terrible movie or, uh, you know, sit in the quiet, read a book or sit it on your back porch and have a drink or a smoke or whatever it is you do to just kind of recharge those batteries. And, um, especially when you've been in a situation where let's say you you've been at a job for the past 20 years and you're just not happy anymore you don't feel like you're growing you're not doing what you used to do you're not advancing your career isn't really going anywhere and you feel kind of stifled you kind of reach that crossroads where maybe there's other opportunities that you'd be more happy maybe there are things that you are scared to take that leap it's that whole fear of failure fear of success thing which I've dealt with my entire life where I will come to that bridge and realize that if I move across that bridge, there's a chance that the bridge will fall and I'll be, uh, you know, a failure or it'll lead to an even better, greener grass. Um, and a lot of times I've been kind of too scared to take that leap. And kind of the older I get, the more I realize that, that uh, there's there really is no time to kind of not make those decisions because if you don't try you'll never know and there's nothing wrong with overthinking it and putting a lot of time in it to think of all the different angles and the reality of it versus just kind of jumping in feet first to something that you have no idea what or where it's going to take you and there's nothing wrong with that because the people that just kind of leap before they look are the ones that a lot of times I think do crash and burn now there's the occasional time where you just take that leap of faith and you end up being much better off than you were before and nobody can predict how or when or if that's going to happen but you never know until you try and 
whether it's, you know, like I said, personal relationships or it's a job or, or whatever, there's really, I mean, life is too short to continue on down a path that you're not feeling happy with. And that's kind of brings us back to the last point about growing, never growing up is that I know too many people that kind of get stuck in a position where they don't feel happy and they just realize that they or well, they make the decision that there's no other option and that they've made their choice and that's it, they're stuck. And maybe in some ways that's to be commended that you don't, um, it's not like it's a, a, a lack of, what's the word I'm looking for? It's not like it's a lack of commitment to something. It's just, you never know when things are going to end and, you know, you could, die on the toilet tomorrow or get in a car accident on your way home from work or going to work and that's it there is no two-overs there's no second chance there's no uh, option to hit the reset button at that point so I, I personally want to leave some sort of a legacy behind whether it's, it's small or big I don't care I just want to leave something behind for people to go you know I remember that guy he was a good guy or I remember that guy he used to write things that uh I would listen to you and take his advice or I know that guy, he used to podcast all the time and I thought he was crazy, but you know, he helped get through my day or I found this band because of him, which they helped influence my life in some way. And you know, it, maybe it's just a, a little thing, I, but I'm not looking to change the world. If I was looking to do that, I would kind of handle things and come at things a little differently. I know that, uh, I am one guy and I'm just a guy with a microphone and a little spare time that, tends to use it to try and put myself out there rather than keep myself in. And even though I'm a fairly introverted person, I don't get out much. I'm not somebody that uh, is a huge extrovert that goes out and does things every single weekend, but I'm trying to do a little better. I'm trying to kind of expand those horizons because as a creative person, creative, I don't know why I said it that way. I was going to say creativity, but that wasn't the right word. Um, if you don't live your life, you don't have something to draw off of. And yeah, there's some people that can kind of live in that fantasy world that their imagination never really went away from when they were a kid. And so they can just create spontaneously, but I'm not one of those people. My, my art forms don't take or draw from things that aren't real life experiences. Now, granted, I can take those real life experiences and spin them into a totally different story that, um, is different from the reality of what happened, but it's still something that's based in some sort of shape or form of reality that I've lived. So with the desire to get myself back out into the world and, and try and do more things and experience life and enjoy it, it um, is exciting because I think moving forward, uh, as my life is in transition over the past two years, that eventually it'll get me to a spot where Maybe I will start being more creative again. Maybe I'll start painting more. Maybe I'll start writing more. Maybe I'll be a better podcaster and I'll actually have things that people want to listen to instead of uh, just tuning in for the music and uh, fast forwarding through the talking parts. I don't know. I don't care. I'm just, I, uh, I want to do what makes me happy and I would like to also make other pa people happy in that same stroke. And uh, if I do that, then I've succeeded at this life and I feel like I've done what I set out to accomplish and I know my kids are a part of that legacy and they are the the most important part of what I'm leaving behind at some point because they're going to carry forward with the dreams and goals and um, 
aspirations and kind of the way I hopefully set them up for the future to be good people. And the, the older they get and the more I see them interact and hear back from teachers and friends and family members that I realize that I've done a pretty good job. They're good kids with big hearts and they're good at giving hugs. <laughs> they're snugglers and I love them to death and I couldn't be more proud of them and what they've accomplished so far. And I'm truthfully excited to see what they do from here because I know that they are quickly um, becoming more passionate about what they're creative with and what they're into and it's showing more of their personality and I can see that they're going to be capable of great things if they can just stick with it and get through each day with a smile and um, that's an important lesson for all of us to learn little things man I'm telling you alright let's jump into the next song it's A Little Respect by Weedus and when we come back we will close out the show so here we go to discover a little something to make me sweeter oh baby refrain from breaking my heart I'm so in love with you I'll be forever that you give me no reason you know you're making me work so hard that you give me know, that you give me know, that you give me know, that you give me no soul.
was A Little Respect by Weedus off of the Teenage Dirtbag original album. And hopefully all the background noise and things hasn't affected your listening too much. So I apologize again about that. But anyway, thank you for listening to episode 208 of the Sunshine Happy Pants Hour. If you would like to find me, you can find me on Facebook.com. Just look up the Sunshine Happy Pants Hour. Or you can uh, send me an email at joelhappypants at gmail.com or find me occasionally on Twitter at joelhappypants. The show is available every other week or so through Pod Directory, Google Podcasts, podcastcollective.com, iTunes, Stitcher, TalkShoe, and uh, various other podcasting directories. Also check out 40 Going on 14 at 40go14.com, iTunes, Stitcher, TalkShoe, Blueberry, streaming Saturdays at noon on Geek Life Radio, as well as on Google Podcasts and podcastcollective.com. Also find us on Facebook. You can send us an email at 40go14 at gmail.com or a voicemail at 708, now wrap, that's 708-669-9727 or on Twitter at 40go14. Also check out the Coffin Joe cast with uh, Kayla Wilba and a different co-host every week. Find that on iTunes, TalkShoe, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, podcastcollective.com. Send us an email at uh, coffinjoecast at gmail.com, facebook.com, or a voicemail at 661-434-5956 at 661-434-KWJO. Also check out the CreeperCast at uh, creepercast01.blogspot.com. You can uh, check out the daily updates for movie reviews and other stuff. Um, Last but not least, if you like the music you heard today, then you have good taste and you should go purchase it directly from Weedis themselves. Or if you have a local independent record store, go solicit your business there. Um, if you're in Oak Park, Illinois, stop by Val's Heller Records on Harrison Avenue. Let her know that I sent you and that you're looking for a 90s band with a one-hit wonder. And she'll probably look at you sideways and say, yep, uh, Joel sent you, didn't he? Uh, anyway, um, also check out my blog at a momentary lapse with joel.blogspot.com. And uh, if you are on Facebook and you need something to do on a Saturday afternoon when it's raining like crazy, check out Gregory the Really Angry Robot, my defunct comic strip. The uh, last song we're going to hear after the outro is uh, the song that I wrote when you dissed me by Weedus. It's off of the Hand Over Your Loved Ones album. It is a uh, kind of interesting way to end the show. It's um, <laughs> it's just a funny song, and I just wanted to share because I like when... Uh, their music when they swear and uh, it's got a message to it so listen to it closely because there's more going on than just um, him kind of firing back at people that were negative towards him there's it's it's not very subtle but it's it's a it's a pretty big message so anyway um, look for another episode hopefully in a couple weeks and in the meantime if um, you're not feeling like you're doing what you want to do then stop what you're doing and start doing it because there's no guarantee for tomorrow. Love you guys. See you next week, kids. You mustn't give your heart to a wild thing. The more you do, the stronger they get until they're strong enough to run into the woods or fly into a tree, and then to a higher tree, and then to the sky. Hey there, Mr. Marlboro Man, what you gonna do when there's nobody left but your chode smoking self to abuse? Hey there, Mr. C. 
with the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.